you found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. In today's episode, we're going to talk about Javante Green having knee surgery and what that means for the Chicago Bulls. We're also going to preview tonight's game against the Washington Wizards. We're going to do all that and more right after this. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls. Remember the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. That's Pat, the designer, host, and creator of the Windy City Breeze. I'm Hayes, host, creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central. Pat, we've made it throughout most of the season without major injuries. Had some ding ups, yeah. had some players out for a handful of games, but surgery, first surgery of the season, hopefully the last. Devontae Green is getting surgery on his right knee to have a knee debridement, which is the same thing Lonzo had on his second knee surgery. Now, yeah. it's not as severe as Lonzo was because they were doing his debridement to clean up a previous surgery with Javante some fluid on the knee gonna get that drain take a look it's a scope same as Zach saying it? it's basically the same yeah, basically as what Zach had Zach. this yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good point there so what, what what do you think how do you think this impacts Chicago Bulls it says that he's gonna be out almost uh, basically a month but he will be reevaluated in two weeks I mean, it depends on how well uh, Caruso is going to be able to stay in the lineup, right? He's He's been somebody who's been big on the defensive end with Javante out. Uh, it also depends on how Ayo DeSumo continues, continues to step up. The loss of Javante Green sucks uh, because there are always five Javantes out there, but it should not be the end of this Bulls team season, right? Like, I mean, he's, he's a really solid defender. Um, again, I think he's going to have a little bit more of a normal process similar to what Zach had, right? Like, Zach probably could have returned to basketball activity sooner, but he's going through a contract year. He got the mm-hmm. knee scope. He was fe- he said that he was getting back to his old self, feeling fine in the offseason. Um, I think that we took that into the regular season as, hey, you're in basketball shape. Why are you not making any shots? But uh, the big thing here is the fact that you've got a team now that, to me, has enough depth pieces defensively that you should be able to withstand the issues that might come from this. I mean, honestly, right? Like you, you've got DJJ who, although every time he goes to the bucket, he does, you know, have some kind of injury pop up. Uh, who's a solid defender. IO P will Caruso, yeah. right? Like you can name guys that are solid defenders. I do think they will be, they might be some additions as well. Um, but so we'll, we'll see, but I, I don't think this should affect the bulls long-term at all. Let me ask you this. And in, in, in this though, do you think, if the Bulls were looking to bring in more talent, maybe move a DJJ, maybe move that Portland pick, not the major trade, but if they're looking to do something smaller to add some size, yeah. does this force their hand to maybe do that move a little bit sooner? If if they were, I'm not saying in general, I'm just saying if they already were had those plans in place. I actually think it hurts their hand, right? Because me and you okay. have talked about Javante possibly being a part of that. Um, yeah. I, I think that it, it hurts them a little bit in the situation where you're able to move a Javante Green. Um, but at the end, I, I, I think that, I think their hand was forced already, right? Like, I, I don't mm-hmm. think that they could have continued going through the season because the one thing that we've talked about, uh, is th- we always ask the question, why aren't they playing Vooch and Drummond at the same time versus these bigger lineups? I don't want to see it every night, but why aren't they playing them? And the simple answer is you can't. <laughs> you got to have one dude come off the bench. You got to have one dude in the starting lineup because those are the only two dudes you got. 
So I, I think that, you know, when when you when you start going through where this Bulls team's issues are, it's still at the size. And you know what? The, the, as much as people want to sit there and tell you, oh, you got to have a guard. You got to have this. You got to you need a big man. And you need a, a, a couple of big men that are going to be able to play for you down low. I'm not saying you need a 1998 lineup where you're just moving guys out of the way. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, uh, tall people do well in the NBA. <laughs> well, skilled tall people. Uh, you guess because Felicia was tall. You didn't, didn't get too I, I agree. <laughs> Tony Brown is pretty tall. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, tall people They get you in the door. Well. Yeah, for sure. Um. I, look, here's what I'll say with this. I, I do hope at least the Bulls were looking to add something to this. Like like I said, add to, maybe not take away, use that Portland pick, maybe yeah. something on the back end. We'll see. I don't think this, like, this isn't the type of surgery. It doesn't project at least to be anything that's lingering that's going to keep him from getting back to him now. It may take him a minute to trust that knee again. Don't know. Uh, but yeah. Javante is a dog. So, you know, Javante may throw caution to the wind and be like, I, throw some tape and a brace on hey, it. Hey, I good. swear I feel like that, dog. <laughs> right? Like, there's certain mentalities, right? Not to say that it, it, it took Derrick Rose a long time to start to feel back towards, you know, 80 to 90% of himself. Yeah. Uh, it, it takes it took Zach Levine a little time to start feeling like himself again. It, it takes some players some time, man. But I always think back to those guys that are just like Russell Westbrook, that are just like, hey, take the leg. I, I can jump off of the other one. I'm still going to yam this thing on your head, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I feel like that's Javante. Like, Javante will be like, I had surgery on my knee. Be like, yesterday, bro, you can't go out there and play. Sit down somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so as far as the minutes distribution, we've already seen it. We've been around with Javante for a little while. But now that we know for sure we're going to be without Javante for an extended period of time, we don't know what's going on with Demar. If I know anything about Demar, he's probably going to play. Even if it's I, if I, they have him on a minutes restriction, he's probably going to play. Do you think this opens up more minutes for? Is it you just now play DJJ more? Is it you play Drummond more when he's playing well? Do you think this maybe opens something up for the Rook and Dalen Terry, Malcolm Hill for a couple of games? What what do you think that does with the rotation? So I don't think nothing changes. Javante ain't been here. Yeah. Was it been four games? Four, five Feels games, about like right. that. When, when, when's Javante's And then we were without life? him for like two before then, right? Because didn't he? He was yeah. out for a couple of games, came back, played for two or three games, and he was yeah. out for. He's been out again. So I, I don't think it changes anything. Billy Donovan's the kind of coach, and I know a lot of people don't like it, right? Where he plays players in situations that he feels they're going to have the most success in, and sometimes it absolutely uh, takes you out of a lineup, right? Like who mm. were who were we just playing? Where Drummond got no minutes, and uh, who were we just playing two games ago? Was that that wasn't the Philly game, was it? It was Philly. No, it was was that Philly? Maybe no, it was Philly. Been Philly. Two games ago was Philly. did we did we did, one of the games where Drummond just got no minutes, right? And, and you literally just looked at the team and you were like, yeah, um, while he can absolutely sit down there and just out rebound everybody all night, he's gonna get cooked on the other end because you got a bunch of quick guys out here that are gonna be able to get past him. So you, oh no, I might have. I don't remember what game it was, but um, was second Cleveland game, I think. That maybe was maybe no, it wasn't that one. He was playing in that. Maybe he did play though. against Philly. He played eight minutes against Philly. So maybe it was the second Cleveland game. Then one of them, right? They, well, we all remember recently. That it he happened. did not play a game. It, it happened. He got no minutes, right? But you looked at the game and you were like, "Yeah, well, I mean, like, I can see why in this situation he's not playing." But that's crazy to say, right? Like, this is a dude that's supposed to be part of your rotation, and you're not going to him in that situation. To me, right, that there's going to be ups and downs with all of these guys with DJJ with Drummond, with there's going to be different guys that come in off of the bench on different nights. And it's just about stay ready because you know you're going to get back in the lineup. It's just about when. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's really what it boils down to. They, and, you know, next been up mentality. I will say this, like the bench has been 
not consistent consistently as far as school because at one point they were like doing 28 and 30 points per game off the bench at times but the bench has been solid we have veterans on that bench and that's the benefit of having veterans on the bench rather than young players for the most part is they come in and they they do their job they understand their role and having Goran Dragic um, out there with them to just kind of maintain everything it, it works so we'll see uh I, djj i love the minutes he's been giving us he just has to find a way to not get hurt every time he gets to the lane like he never leaves though that'd be the best thing you yeah, know what i mean true. like that's he true. always like goes down and like oh my wrist oh my God, hand my, wrist, my back my back my hand and then like he's shooting the free throws and he, and he gets a block on the other end he'd be like what the heck did i miss like last night he got he got knocked down he's laying on the ground holding his face can't believe it. Bulls go down on the other end, get the rebound. He's just standing there, gets the ball, two-hand dunk. dunk. I'm just like, yeah. what the? Get back on the play. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I That's don't know, hilarious. bro. I mean, it, it, do you feel like this is a – a? do you feel like maybe we're, I'm underselling the, the loss of Javante and what it's going to do to this Bulls team? I, I mean, this, this. this two weeks. Two weeks is a lot. Well, he's going to be out for a month. He's just reevaluated to make sure that, that it's long. he's going to be longer than two. Right, yeah. Um, but the here's what I'll say. With the way that the Bulls are playing right now, no. The way that they were playing earlier when they needed Javante and Derrick Jones Jr. and, and Caruso to come in there and change the tone and the energy of the game, yeah. if we were still playing like that, this would be a huge loss. And it's still going to be in some games, but as we know, we're going into a much easier part of the schedule. Um, and so after, after the Golden State game, so we'll see. Um, I do think that with Caruso, if he can come back and stay on the court with DJJ, Drummond, I think we got enough energy uh, to, to maintain. But we're going to need Javon. Like, don't get me wrong. When games matter again, we get in those tight games down the stretch. And if we are able to make the playoffs, we're absolutely going to need Javante Green. So, you know. I, I saw a couple interesting comments in the chat. Somebody said, would you go get Boogie Cousins? No, if they were going to get Boogie Cousins, they would have brought him in already. I, I agree, but I'm always down for going to get Boogie. And anytime somebody brings it up, I always say go get him. Uh, <laughs> I'm always that. I just want a jersey, bro. I just want a cousin's jersey. You know you can get a custom-made jersey. No, nah, that's weird, though. Then you're a weirdo. I mean, then you're just you, like, you know he didn't play for them, right? Like, yeah, yeah, now yeah. you're a weirdo. You know what I mean? At least if he played for them, right? Yeah, it's different. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I can go get a Jabari Parker jersey and be like, it's for Candace, though. You know what I mean? Like, I can I can, I can finesse that. Ain't, no been, ain't been no cousins. On this team out here. It's weird. Uh, but nah, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. So uh, next up, before we get into the next topic, which is previewing the game against the Washington Wizards, I got to talk to you guys about prize picks. And I don't know if you guys, if you like to play daily fantasy, but what you can do, if you do like playing daily fantasy, you can bet on the over-under on Zach Levine's. But how does how does prize picks work? You pick two to six players, and if they'll go on to score more or less than their prize pick projections, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. PrizePix offers projections on any sport that you watch. This includes NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, PGA, college basketball, women's college basketball, college football, soccer, WNBA, esports, and more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Safe and fast withdrawals. Currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. Download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive up to 100% instant deposit match, up to $100 with promo code Locked On. If you deposit $100, PrizePix is going to give you $100. If you deposit $50, PrizePix will give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code Locked On at sign up for an instant deposit match of up to $100. All right, Pat. I was kind of excited about this game against the Washington Wizards, and then I looked at the injury report. 
it's you know what and me saying this is probably going to be one of the more exciting games in the next week or so but De demar Derozan, we all know he's questionable alice crusoe's on the, listed on the injury report as well Always. but bradley bill is out gafford kispert and perzingis are all questionable not here to predict I, you know i'm past the point of saying anything's going to be easy dub for the bulls because th this team's so up and down so far this season i can't say that but I'm gonna say this: uh, Washington Wizards team without Bradley Bill, we seen that. That ain't that ain't fun basketball to watch, there, brother. What do you think? I think this is the game. Hear me on this now. This is the game where we get some real Terry time. <laughs> I think That's that fun. this is a game where they're going to try and be a little bit more sporadic, play play Zach a little bit less, right? You know, do do things a little bit more safely. Uh, than, than they have at times this season. But uh, at, at the end of the day, right, like it's going to be – it's it's a game where you're going up against a team that does do a couple of things well that, that the, the Bulls struggle at, right? Like they've got a couple of big men in Kuzma and in Porzingis that still can get after you, can still make the game interesting. But at the end of the day, right, like this is a team that the Bulls should be able to beat. There's a team the Bulls should be able to beat. There's the team the Bulls should be able to go after – uh, or to easily get after, um, especially with how they've been playing and how they've been showing us that they play. But like you said, we can't make any predictions around this Bulls team. Why? Because they never make these things easy, right? These are the games where it's where it's so uh, 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 close by the end of it that we're just sitting here like, bro, uh, we really got to put DeMar DeRozan in in the fourth quarter to try and make a game winner in this situation. Uh, I also think that the Bulls have kind of been on a little bit of a, an attempted revenge tour. They haven't gotten all their revenges out, but the Wizards are a team that beat us this year. So I think they're going to be trying to, especially Vooch as well, right? I think he's going to be out for looking to get the, uh, the, 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 the kill on this mug, man. I, I, I don't know. Nah. That's fair. That's fair. I, I need, I need this to be a game. Especially if Przingis does end up not playing, bro, they bet Vooch better have 30 and 30, bro. <laughs> I will say this. Vooch has been taking uh taking care of his opportunities to dominate guys he's supposed to dominate. Oh, for sure. Hey, these last these last couple of weeks, man, Vooch has been like, hey, brother, uh, I'm gonna tell you this right now. I'm not even doing that much, and I'm gonna put up 21 and 15 on your head. Like, I'm not, I'm I'm not even a guy right now. I'm not, I'm just a dude running up and down the court at times, bro. And I'm just you just gonna look up and be like, hey man, how you how'd you get 11 and 12? You know, you know, you um, know what I like about Vooch though when he does get going and have big games. Because A, it does look effortless usually when Vooch gets going. It's it's beautiful basketball to watch. But you also see Vooch just look at people like, hey man, did you forget who I was? And it's always just fun to see Vooch when he when he because <laughs> he doesn't Vooch? talk crap actually, but it's, you can see it all in his body language. Bro, Vooch has the best memes of the oh, NBA sure season. season. Yeah, for sure. Out of anybody else, bro, I have not seen anybody else with memes as good as Vooch, bro. I swear, like, anytime he thinks that he – and he be fouling people, by the way. Anytime he thinks it's not – that's usually when it happened, when he actually, like, beat the heck out of somebody and the refs be like, foul, Vooch be – What do you mean? <laughs> Vooch, your what elbow you was in his cheek. What are you talking about? We have the hey, bro, bro, legit, he got somebody like that, bro. I swear he like elbow somebody across the back of the head. And he just, what? All ball. All ball. That's like, Vooch, that that's not how all ball work, bro. It's not all balled head, bro. It's all ball. Like the ball itself. I mean, you got to do better. No, but uh, I think this is a game that Vooch will be able to dominate. And you know what? I think this is a game where the Bulls will be able to establish their offense uh, in a similar fashion again, right? We really didn't see it happen against Boston. You saw kind of how uh, Robert Williams affected that 
Uh, and I think you have to get back to being able to establish your offense down low. And to be honest with you, right, like if DeMar doesn't play, I, like you said, I, I'm assuming DeMar will play. Uh, I'm assuming DeMar will be on the court. I don't know how much he will play. I don't know if he'll be on the court in the fourth quarter. If I'm being real, this is the week out of any week that you're, if you're going to sit him, I'd sit him, right? Get him ready for maybe for the Golden State game. But outside of that, right, like you can get him a ton of rest now. He's going to have four days off and then he goes to Paris. These, these are games where it's okay to sit DeMar DeRozan. Um, I think we're going to see a little bit of the Zach Levine show and finally get to see what that actually looks like for more than just a second half, a fourth quarter, uh, and and see how that's going to affect this team moving forward. I'm calling it right now. Zach, Zach's going to have, I, I think, a 25-plus point game for sure. But we've, we're long overdue for a Kobe White scoring explosion. I'm thinking it's coming this game. I think it could for sure. And you know what? Honestly, at the end of the day, it, it's about is he going to be able to knock down those open looks that Zach Levine gives him? You know what I mean? Like Zach Levine is the ultimate, like, I'm going to drive and kick this month. Now, the ball don't always get to the right dude. Listen, Zach be driving and kick. That one driving kick where he drove literally just towards the baseline and was about to run out of bounds and then just threw it back to Jalen Brown because nobody was there. Uh, by the way, that is one thing. If we're going to have one pet peeve, the one thing I need to see in this Washington game, I don't care if it is the Washington Wizards. If y'all don't get y'all butts down the court when mugs take off for a fast break, bruh, Every game. I know we're on a winning streak and everybody's excited, even though we just you, lost in. People are excited and stuff. Bro. You know what I, thing that, that frustrates me? And I it, uh, it doesn't happen. I don't want to make it seem like it happens all the time. But it did happen last game. And I think it happened like five games ago. And it just I, Zach Levine, we, I mean, you agree. Zach Levine's been playing better defense this year, right? The thing yeah. that I hate to see is when Zach Levine, somebody gets past him on a fast break and he's just like, oh, I can't catch up. Zach, you are literally one of the quickest players in the NBA. He does, Has Zach Levine ever done a chase down block? Has he ever attempted it, bro? You would think with his speed and length, he would be a player that's and a candidate for a chase down block. And his leaping ability. That's an interesting question. I got to – I might have to look that up now. I got I to gotta see if I can find a play on that. In the that's chat, if you guys can remember a time Zach Levine got a chase down block, please let us know because maybe I'm just tripping. But it's literally one of the things that frustrate me the most because – I'll see them get by Zach, and I'm like, all right, Zach, with yours, I just, I literally just saw you in in 0.3 seconds make it from the three point line to the rim. You're not even going to try to chase him. He's been chased down. He's been chased down. Like I really am, bro. He's, <laughs> I'm literally looking. There's not one, bro. There's not one chase down block in Zach Levine's career that pops up. He's been chased down blocked twice, and now the top highlight is uh, the Zach Levine knew Andre Drummond was going to miss that free throw and came back in to dunk it. So, listen, if you can do that, you can chase down block. Just predict it, brother. That's it, man. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. That was I know that was random, but that's something that literally just it, – it, it happens like two or three times a season. I'm just like, it doesn't make any logical sense to me. Yeah. Now, if you had Kobe arms, I could understand you not trying. Mm. But, like, come on, If, if you had Kobe arms, bro. You yeah, tell him. Yeah, actually, I think Kobe White. Kobe White just got a chase down block. Exactly. <laughs> <He> just... <laughs> exactly. Kobe White just got a chase down block in the last <laughs> game, bro. 
<laughs> Zach, we need you to do better on that, bro. Do oh, better. Oh, <laughs> that's Now watch him say that stuff. and watch the rest of the season. He has like five chase down blocks over the course of the hey, season. Hey, he better, man. Hey, listen, if you want to bet on Zach Levine having chase down blocks, man, I need you guys to check out betonline.net before we get to this final topic, man, because here's the thing. At the end of the day, they're your number one source for all your sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out here from college football to the college bowl season that just finished a craziness out there. Georgia, you shouldn't have done them like that, brother. Uh, to NBA and, of course, uh, a little bit of uh, what's going on around the world with the soccer games out there, man. They've got it all over at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at BetOnline, BetOnline as well. I had a stroke right there. Uh, as always, man, they are the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. You can head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline. That's where the game starts. All right, Pat. Last topic of the day before we go home. Casey Johnson has a new article. Love uh, reading Casey Johnson articles because it's Casey Johnson. But he says that the Bulls are optimistic not only about DeMar's injury status, which I think we all are. I don't think anybody's too concerned about that. But the thing that I want to pull out and talk about in this is them being confident over not only DeMar's status, but the second half of the season and how it's going to go for the Chicago Bulls. Do you think this is is this confidence valid? Has it been earned? How do you what does it make you feel when you hear that the front office is confident about the second half of the season? Here's, here's the, the best part about the word, word confident, right? Confident in what? <laughs> confident. How, how yeah. confident are we talking? Right? Like it, it wasn't really a gauge. It just said the Bulls are confident. They could be confident that they blowing this thing up. They could be confident. That they, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, no, honestly, right, I think, I think we, we know what they We're confident mean, right? we're going to keep playing the same way that, we've been playing this season. Exactly. I, we know what they mean, right? And, <laughs> and um. I, I get it. I don't know if I share that. I, I told y'all, right, I'm not going to be bought back in on this team until we sit five games above 500. We may never get there. We may be a team that's up and down all season and fights its way back into 500. But uh, the one thing that I can say is that uh, when you see how Zach Levine is playing right now, um, this doesn't feel like uh, one of those one-off games or just a little bit of a hot streak that he's getting on. He actually looks like the Zach Levine that we've seen all season, right? And it, it looks like he's feeling a lot better. We heard that him talking with Stacy. That uh, we heard Stacy talking about him when he said that uh, he's starting to feel like him old his old self, and you can see it, like literally, like Zach Levine, bro. I'm gonna be real with you, and maybe I just don't remember it. His first step is quicker. His yeah. first step this year to get past player, I don't remember him blowing past people like that. I tell you, it's but that's the thing. Zach Levine has gotten better after every knee surgery he has. He got his leap got higher. He increased his vertical after his first time he tore it. Well, after he only tore it one time, tore his ACL, yeah. and then after this surgery, I, I don't know if it's like a confidence, an extra bounce, whatever it is. But yeah, you remember the um, what was the name of the of the baseball movie when we were younger? The rookie? Was that what it is with the kid? He hurt his shoulder, and then when it healed, he could throw the ball fast? Yeah, the rookie. Maybe that's Zach Levine's knee. Every time he gets surgery, he comes back, and he's even stronger. I'll look it up while you're – Is that the rookie? I think it's the rookie. It was the rookie, wasn't it? Where, like, his his arm was, like, elastic all of a sudden because of – it was like a rubber band, so he could just – hit, and all of a sudden he played for the Cubs. I was like, why the Cubs swoop in again? Every time. Bro, why the Cubs? Like, why are they – That's crazy. And here's the best part about that movie, right? You know that was a game in, like – the middle of the season because there's no way they made the playoffs. Uh, anyway, so at the end of the day, here's the thing. Um, I, I 
I was I've been shocked by Zach Levine how he's played not not shocked I guess but shocked by how he's been able to attack the rim over the last couple of games. Uh, you add in the fact that he's been able to knock down the three point shoot that just all adds in that helps you that helps your team moving forward. It takes the load off of Demar's back like we talked about. Now here's the thing: is that going to be able to s- sustain? Uh, are is Demar and Zach? Are Demar and Zach going to be able to continue to play off of each other the way they have? And you know, listen, as much as we've we've talked called out Demar for his one-on-one opportunities, I, I I have to give him credit. The ball's been moving with Demar, uh, um, you know, in the offense. The the ball has gone to Demar. Of course, he's going to try and make a move, but he is moving the ball. He is kind of you know passing it around, finding guys open. His assist numbers are up a little bit, and so I think that they're playing a brand of basketball. Like I said, that right now you can beat anybody with. The question is, rookie of the year is the movie. Hey, bro, that that mess. I knew was, rookie was in the title. That mess was hilarious. What is the rookie? Which one is the rookie? Rookie's know. the one with uh, Dennis Quaid. With Dennis Quaid, yeah, it's a baseball movie too. Yeah, they, 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 there's a lot of baseball movies out here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like Mike, right? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> make me like Mike. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, like they're playing a brand of basketball right now that you can beat anybody with. Now the question is, will they? And I think that's what it comes down to when it, when you look at the confidence uh, that you're seeing an offense that actually is going to work. Yeah, I mean, the, the offense definitely, and, and having Zach Levine back as the engine of the offense, like with his version, the, the, the three-level score that Zach Levine, any three-level score that can be top 10 in the NBA in scoring is going to be an engine to your offense. It's gonna The game's going to look completely different when they're rocking and rolling. And I'll say this, the brand of basketball that the Bulls have been playing the last 10 games or so is absolutely the brand of basketball of a playoff team. So there's there's a lot of reasons to have confidence in it. We just have to see it consistently. We have to, like you said, um, I feel like the Bulls can win against anybody. They can also lose against anybody. And I won't feel confident all the way into the season. I'm not going to say five games above 500, but if we can get above 500 with rocking and rolling and, and like winning more than we're losing, that's all I need, bro, at this point. It's been I, a difficult I, season. I, I say five games <sighs> – not really. It's not really tongue in cheek. I'm kind of serious, right? Because that means you've gone on a serious run and it's yeah. not that hard to attain with how the Bulls schedule looks over the next 15 games, I believe. Like it's it's really like as you look at it, you're like, oh, I could see us beating these teams, but will they? Um, but I, I think the the part that gets me and, and the, here's the thing. The biggest reason for optimism this season was the biggest reason for pessimism last season just flipped. Bulls have been great. Bulls, we left that Boston game and we sat there and we're like, hey, played a heck of a game. You got beat at the end. Injuries yeah. played a part of it. That's how you're supposed to feel as a basketball fan. That's how you're supposed to look at your team as a basketball fan. You're not supposed to sit there and just be like, hey, how'd we get that win? Did we luck into that? Are we going to be able to keep that up? The Bulls this season versus top teams. What are we now? We're eight and two. Versus the top three in the East, I believe I think, something I like believe that. So yeah, something like that. Last season, we couldn't even sniff a game. We were getting our heads kicked in. Were we like one in eleven? Is that what we're we like were? one in eleven? We and and like none of them were competitive, right? Like <laughs> I think the Philly games were competitive, and that was really it. So for me, I as as the season's moving forward, I feel confident about these games. Not just because the Bulls' schedule, based on strength of schedule, gets easier. By the way, strength of schedule changes all the time based on how good or bad a team gets. So that can go up or down. But the one thing that gives me the most confidence with this Bulls team is the fact that they've competed against a lot of the top teams. And if you can just beat the sub-500 teams, then, yeah, I will feel better about this team moving forward. I mean, hey, listen, 
at the end of the day, we are riding now into the trade deadline with momentum. We didn't have no momentum coming into it before. So, uh, well, last season. So let, let's hope that this momentum uh, continues. Uh, you know, the Washington Wizards up next. Uh, after that, OKC Thunder, another game on the Revenge Tour, and then Golden State Warriors, and then we get four days off, which is going to be weird. But I don't can't remember. If, I know it's because of the Paris trip, but when's the last time we had four days with no Bulls basketball? The offseason? I mean, during the, <laughs> during, the, during the season. Like, uh, all-star break really all-star break i guess yeah that's everybody though that's yeah yeah that's uh, fair I mean, uh, but we got four days before the trip and then four days after the trip i will say this i feel like we messed up right because me and hayes talked about like hey should we go to all-star game this year but then we found out it was in utah and we were like there's absolutely no reason for us to go to the all-star game this year we should have never mentioned the all-star game we should have been like hey can we make our way to paris this year Nah, like we might have we might have failed on that but i'm not gonna lie i didn't want to i will say this i didn't want to pay for a trip to paris to go see the bulls play detroit i just i i get why we're doing it i yeah. i get it i didn't i didn't want to i didn't want it's a lot of money yeah <laughs> hey that's what boils down to man but unless you got anything else that's it for us for today brother hey man i am uh i am ripping and running today so i don't um Matthew says Utah actually low key really nice. Not on locked on. There was a joke there. Anyway, uh follow us on everything at locked on bulls. You can follow us or you can follow me on everything at Path the Designer. Appreciate you guys for showing love and tuning in with us. And make sure that you guys are uh hitting up that mailbag, man, so we can have some uh some call-ins to answer on Friday show. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, you guys can follow me at CEO Hayes, at CEO H-A-I-Z-E. And thank you for making Locked on Bulls your first listen every day. Now for your second listen, go and check out Game to Game NBA. Every moment, every top performance, every result, Locked on Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked on can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked on NBA, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. For Pat the Designer, I'm Hayes. This is Locked on Bulls, and we out, y'all. Peace. Peace.